Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart and Vascular Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. So I'm Dr. Steve Nissen, and I'm here with Dr. John Mansour. We just completed a web chat where we had a lot of really interesting questions. Uh, what were most of the questions about uh, from your perspective, uh, John? So we had a little variety, I think. Uh, one of the themes that kept recurring was uh, the management of atrial fibrillation. I think it's important um, for us to individualize our recommendations depending on the individual patient's uh, presentation. Another thing that seemed to come up was uh, management of aortic aneurysms and aortic disease. And uh, again, it's always individualized. I want to emphasize that it's important for people to continue with their exercise regimens in terms of their cardiovascular exercise. There will be some limitations in terms of resistance and strength training. Uh, which can have some potential negative effects on uh, aortic disease. But overall, we want to emphasize that it's important to continue your cardiovascular exercise. You know, with respect to atrial fibrillation, you know, we had a lot of questions. And, and this is a disease which now, as population is aging, it's increasing every year. We see more and more patients with atrial fibrillation. There are some newer options. There are newer anticoagulants that uh, people want to know about. Uh, the use of in, in atrial fibrillation. Many more patients now have had an ablation, what we call a, uh, a PVI or a pulmonary vein isolation procedure. And then some of them have recurrence of their disease after that and they want to know, you know, what should they do? Uh, there are a lot of questions about, you know, anticoagulation and, you know, what are the choices? Uh, these are all very difficult decisions. It's often best for people that have these disorders to have a really good uh, subspecialist and electrophysiologist, which is a cardiologist that has special expertise in heart rhythm disturbances, and to try to get the best possible advice. I agree with you. We heard a lot of questions about uh, diseases of the aorta. You know, dilation or aneurysms of the aorta are also, you know, now seen with increasing frequency. The good news is that there's a lot of data. We have a lot of great uh, studies that tell us when should a patient undergo surgery. Uh, when, it, when the aorta gets to a certain size, and how do we measure that size? We have a lot of good techniques now with imaging to do that, such as echocardiography and CT scanning. And a lot of our questioners wanted to know, you know, how big is too big? Uh, these are very important and very sensitive questions. Uh, you know, you want to do an operation before something bad happens, but you don't want to do an operation too soon uh, because there is, you know, you never want to have an operation you don't need. So we tried to advise people to, to consult uh, individuals with expertise. Uh, not all general cardiologists have as much expertise in treating aortic disease. Uh, and that same thing is true, of course, of atrial fibrillation. So. There's nothing like seeing an expert. And of course, we're always happy to see uh, people here at the Cleveland Clinic where we have uh, now 140 cardiologists, many of whom have very specialized expertise. And we can always find the right person to see you uh, if you have one of these more difficult disorders. I would add one more th theme. Uh, we, we told a lot of people who had very difficult questions and who was uncertain whether they're getting the best advice 
to get a second opinion. And it's just never wrong to get a second opinion. And so a piece of advice I've always given patients over the years is if you ask for a second opinion and your doctor expresses resentment over your, your question about wanting a second opinion, then get a new doctor. Because good doctors are always welcoming patients to get another opinion. It's just a good idea to be certain when you have uncertainty. And I, I would agree with that. I have someone who wants a second opinion and I encourage them to do so. And I, I think that's very good advice. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback. Please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Please subscribe and share the link on iTunes.